0: hello hello, beautiful people welcome back to the fast track podcast once again i'm your host cameron and to my left is
1: i'm emily Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so we just want to remind everyone i guess the premise of the show so we're teaching emily about f1 fast tracking her knowledge and her entrance into this sport that i love so much um and so kind of as you guys listen, you guys can learn more as Emily learns more, as I learn more.
1: Or you can just laugh at my inability to comprehend any sort of information. About ever. sports. About sports. She's
0: smart. We're smart people.
1: <laughs> She's smart.
0: Um, before we get started, I just want to say that all of our episodes are sponsored by Populous Fantasy, the number one app for all NBA fans. Download today from the App Store and change the way you fantasy today. You play fantasy today. Um, uh. Really quickly, I do want to clear up some information from last week's episode. Um, part of this is like I get to learn more about the sport as well because I don't know anything. I'm not going to claim to know everything about the sport. But last week I talked about tires. Um, something about tires in F1 is that every single year the rules for tires change. So, whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: Pirelli. Calm down.
0: <laughs> Calm down. So, Pirelli gets to kind of decide how that works. Um, So for 2023, there's the CO tire to the C5. Those are all, so there's six different compounds of tires. CO is the hardest compound of tire and C5 is the softest. And each race weekend, depending on the track, depending on the climate and the circumstances that weekend, probably decides which three tires are going to be soft, medium and hard. Okay. um, Which changes track to track. Another thing I wanted to clear up was the gender split. And F1, last week I said that it was pretty evenly split. And just for more clarification, um, according to the F1 CEO, Stefani Domachiali, about 40% of global Formula 1 fans are female. So Wait, how
1: many? 40%. 40%? Um,
0: so I don't know what statistics he has that no one else has, but I feel like that's pretty That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then Helmet Marco, my favorite person in F one. I'm kidding. He's not. Is an advisor to and consultant to Red Bull Racing. So he's employed by the larger Red Bull brand, but he consults for Red Bull Racing, and he's also in charge of their um, junior um, drivers. So I didn't know they had of
1: junior that. drivers like F two.
0: Yeah, so um, each kind of team, I don't know if each, it's each team, but um, Williams has one, Mercedes has one, Red Bull has one. They have like junior drivers that they um Are sponsor. those different
1: from, are that? Is that different from reserve drivers?
0: Yeah, so reserve drivers have all the points they need on their super license. So to drive in Formula 1, you need okay. to earn the license required to drive that car. So it's called a super license. And you get that by racing in the lower series, by racing in Formula 4, Formula 3, Formula 2. Okay. Um some of the other Renault series. um So these are typically like younger people and younger kids that are coming through karting, coming through racing, and they kind of sponsor and oversee that process um into the higher series. So, like George Russell was, he was like a Mercedes uh junior driver. Like Max, Daniel, okay. Carlos Sainz yeah. was for Red Bull as what well.
1: What did Marco say? We'll
0: Wait, his, we'll name guys, Helmet? his name is Helmut? His name is, he's Austrian. So that's interesting. <laughs> Um, and then one more time, so Monza was last week, or was, yeah, it was two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. um, we predicted in our last episode, I predicted that the podium was going to be Max Lando Lewis, and Emily said that it was going to be Max Lewis Alex. It ended up being Max Checo um, signs, so we were not close.
1: We got Max right. We
0: got Max right, but that doesn't take <laughs> it. I think I think our guess is for Singapore, hopefully, hopefully mine. My goal is for it to be more. I'm still no you, you blindly just being followed. Um and with that Lewis finished P7, Alex finished P8. So
1: Oh. Mm. Wait, why? What happened?
0: They just didn't have as competitive a car. But for Alex and a Williams that's really good. Yeah, that's yeah, that is very good. Okay. Um, so that kind of goes into our next topic, which is Singapore. Singapore is the next Grand Prix that we're going to this weekend. We start, start I,
1: I've been to Singapore. You have been to
0: Singapore. I have been to Singapore. Do you like it?
1: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I I do like Singapore. It's very nice. But, uh, on the subway, my shoe got stuck. stuck. Like I was, I was, I was trying to get on, but there were too many people going yeah. into the subway and so I wasn't aggressive enough, and my, like, shoe got stuck. My foot got stuck in the thing.
0: And it started going?
1: And it started going. It pulled my shoe off. Did and you then- lose the shoe? Yes, I lose the shoe, and my parents were <laughs> on, on the, the subway, and I was just there in Singapore by myself as a little child. I bet that would
0: be great for you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. How did
1: – Okay, go continue. About your- That's
0: actually so crazy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> A <laughs> <laughs> little anecdote. I have not been to Singapore. I really want to go, though. But you would like it. I think I would like it. The food? Come on now. But all of the F1 drivers are currently in Singapore for um, the race weekend that starts tomorrow. They start practice tomorrow. We're recording on a Thursday. Um, so this is actually one of the most difficult um, races on the calendar because it's so unbelievably hot and humid there. And it's one of the longer races. So they're racing for a longer duration of time.
1: Wait, when they're in the cars, do they have water in the cars? Yeah. Okay. But it's hot
0: water; like they're not getting ice-cold water. Yeah. Um, They have like a straw that goes like in their helmet. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. Yeah.
0: Um, and sometimes it doesn't work; like it malfunctions during the race, and like they just won't have water. That's happened a few times.
1: That isn't that like a hell? Like a viol? Is that not a violation of something? Clearly
0: not. I mean, it's it happens, but yes, it's one of the. So in Singapore, it's going to be, this weekend's going to be like 90 degrees and there's going to be like 80% humidity. Damn. So that's really warm. We live in Austin, Texas. Like we know that. Well, that's,
1: we can empathize. We
0: can empathize with the, the conditions that they'll be racing in. So it just takes a lot of preparation on the driver's side. Um, and I think it actually makes it one of the more difficult, more interesting races because you get kind of those mental um, mistakes just because they are under such physically demanding conditions. Um, to, like, uh, um, a physically demanding like situation.
1: Do you know if the drivers look forward to Singapore? Because if I was a driver, I feel like I'd be dreading it. Because like, why would I want to race in those conditions? I don't know. I, do they I, ever talk about their favorite races?
0: Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> but I don't know off the top of my head like, who. Loves you don't
1: Singapore. know. You don't know everything about F one.
0: I don't know everything about. I know that Charles Leclerc, um, is very good at Singapore. He has why? good results in the past when they've raced there um but yeah i'll get i'll let you know about that jesus christ okay um (laughs) didn't appreciate that (laughs) it's also a night race which i think is interesting (gasps) so it's at night and hence the name and they have like the lights being it's a it's a street race too so there's oh there's um there's a few tracks usually
1: not race on the streets
0: Usually they have, like, racetracks that are built for, like, racing to happen. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Circuit of the Americas, which is in Austin, that's one of those where it was built for racing to happen. But Monaco, Baku, Singapore, I think I'm missing one. Those are the street circuits in F1, and those are the ones that are, like, on the roads that, like, road cars drive on. And so this makes it to where, like, the surface is more bumpy, Um, So there's just more degradation strategy comes into play more because you have to figure out when you're going to pit. So I think it's going to be an interesting weekend. Mm. You're going to watch.
1: I will watch. Yes.
0: Get excited. Yeah. So that's coming up this weekend, but I think like with you, your entrance into F1 being 2023, you have to know about Red Bull. Uh, They won every single race this season Max has won 10 in a row, which he, they, Red Bull holds the records for most um, races, consecutive races won by a single team. And then Max holds the record for most consecutive um, races won by a single driver, which they both won this season. Oh. So I think the dominance they're seeing is super historic. (laughs) Um, I think they probably have built the most dominant car in F1 history. I don't, this has never happened before that a single team has won every single race in one season. Is it
1: because of money?
0: I, there's a cost cap. So all the teams are spending, all the teams that have the money are spending about the same amount. I really think it's just a credit to they have gotten every single thing right. They have, you know, Max is a very talented driver. They, clearly the engineers that they are working on their team are very talented. The strategists, they just have gotten everything, everything right. I'm not a Red Bull fan. As you <laughs> know, I'm yes, not a Max fan, but I I can like I have so much respect for what they've been able to achieve, and I think you have to.
1: Why aren't you a Red Bull fan?
0: Um, because I'm a Lewis fan. <laughs> I'm a Mercedes gal.
1: Are those things like mutually exclusive? You can't be a you can't be it's, a Max fan if you-
0: it's. I don't want to root for. I don't. Mm, that's a good question. I don't think that I could. Root for Red Bull while also rooting for Mercedes, um, just because they have they are in competition with, with each other. After twenty twenty one, so
1: they're like rivals. Yes, I or think no? in, the,
0: in the past few years, yes. Um, I don't know their their rivalry is definitely more politicized than maybe some other team rivalries that are, that have happened. Um, just because they're both of them are very huge figures in the sport.
1: Who um, has? Who has more fans, Red Bull or Mercedes?
0: I can't answer that question. Mm. I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't know. They both have a lot of fans, 100%. But, yeah. Um, So, just a little background on Red Bull. Do you know who their current drivers are? Max. And?
1: Can you give me multiple
0: choice? Okay. A. A. Fernando Alonso. B. Sergio Perez. C. Lance Stroll. I don't know why that
1: was It's not Lance Stroll. Correct. You said Sergio Perez or
0: Fernando Alonso. My back hurts.
1: Um Perez? Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Very good. Their team principal is Christian Horner.
1: Yes, I know. He's married to one of the spice girls. Yes. That's crazy. Ginger
0: spice. So <laughs> which I think is she's not
1: my favorite spice girl. No,
0: it's um I like Oh wait. Wait. Who... I like the little one.
1: Uh, uh, uh,
0: small spice.
1: No, there's not a small there's
0: spice. There's ginger
1: spice. Ice. No, is there an
0: ice <laughs> spice? There's not, there's not an ice spice. Ice spice. I ice spice is a current wrapper I know. I know. I know
1: I Spice. Please, Ice Spice fans, do not, do not attack me. I
0: know she's not a Spice Girl. Yes, I Spice is not a Spice No, girl. it's
1: because she just won the VMA. So she was in my mind. <laughs> I was like, yes, I Spice.
0: I don't know who the Spice Girl is. I feel like that's before our generation. It was
1: like Sporty Spice, Scary Spice.
0: There's a Scary Spice. Anyway, he's married to Ginger Spice. who uh, David Beckham's wife is a Spice Girl. Oh. Uh, Victoria Beckham. Whoa. She has her own identity. Yeah, own don't.
1: Name. Whats well,
0: uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Victoria Beckham. I want a Arsenal. notes app apology yes, I will put on my <laughs> on my Instagram. um, but yeah, so um, yeah, they just have so much dominance this year, and they actually this isn't the first time that they've had dominance for multiple years in the in a row. so they they came to f one in two thousand and five after buying jaguar Jaguar, who was an f one team before Jaguar, so, yeah, you know Jaguar's like a car brand that you should know.
1: Oh, I should know that but i don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then um so the red bull brand okay bought the f1 team and they rebranded as red bull racing um and then in 2010 sebastian vettel won the world championship and um, he drove for red bull he drove for red bull
1: wait what does he who does he drive for
0: now he's he retired but he drove for ferrari f- um from 2015 to to 20 just guess 20 to okay. 2020 because 2021 carlos Science was in ferrari yeah so from 2015 to 2020 he drove for ferrari um but all of his world championships he won at red bull so from 2010 to 2013 he drove for red bull he won the world championships for red bull um and then in 2014 there was a regulation change in f1 so mm-hmm. that's what we actually saw in 2022 was um the Formula One had different regulations, different rules for how you're going to design your car. They look different, um, and so kind of the teams have to like come up with a new design. Um, and so Red Bull really did not did not get it right in 2014. They were very they were still competitive, but Mercedes that's probably the start of Mercedes dominance. And then mm, okay 2022 regulation change again. Red Bull was like right on it. And that's what we're seeing now is Red Bull is dominating this.
1: What is the specific regulation change?
0: Oh, I'm not a, I'm not an engineering girly. Like, I don't oh, know. Okay. I just know that the size of the car changes.
1: And you think it's, like, a direct, like, is that is there a direct, like, cause? The regulation change caused Red Bull to,
0: to be dominant? Well, yeah. they were dominant in 2021. So... I don't know. I think that they just got it right um, because you okay. don't know how competitive your car is going to be until the season starts. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Because you have testing and you have all of that, but nothing can prepare you for what you're actually going to perform when lights go out and you're racing. Okay. But yeah, they, they are clearly doing amazing things. So yeah. And that kind of brings me into Max is dominating. Obviously, he's going to win the driver's championship. I think that's he's undisputed. But Sergio Perez, his performance has not been very good. Ooh! So he, and again, this, like, in my opinion, it's the most dominant machine that you that um, that any team has made, that any driver has driven. Like this, this car is so incredibly fast. Max is winning races by twenty seconds, um, mm. which isn't very common. And so, Checo's performance is something that I, a lot of people have talked about.
1: Wait, Checo or Sergio? Okay,
0: Sergio Perez, but he goes by Checo. So, mo- I call him Checo. That's what most people
1: call Okay. Him.
0: Got uh, it. That's his nickname. Okay. Uh, his performance has just not been great. He's, he's not made it into the last round of qualifying. He hasn't made it into Q3. Mm. Um, and so, it's just, it kind of calls into question his abilities. And I think yeah. that's been talked about a lot. He's 145 points down on race. I was
1: about to say he's 104 years old.
0: <laughs> he's 104 years old, so <laughs> it's about time he retires. He's like
1: 30, which is basically... he's How old is he?
0: I have no idea. He's in his 30s. But okay.
1: Is that, that's old for an F1 driver, isn't it?
0: That's pretty old for an F1 driver. Um, I mean, not that old. So, um, Fernando Alonso was like 42. Okay. so Or 41. And so people, you can go pretty pretty long. But Helmut Marco, who we recently figured out exactly what his role was, he said, um, quote, we know that he has had problems in qualifying. He has had fluctuations in form. Um, He is South American and he is just not as completely focused in his head as Max is or Sebastian is.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yes. So he said
1: he is South American. Yeah,
0: which is actually from Mexico not in south america (laughs) so okay um and this immediately came under heat and social media
1: was wait this was like recently
0: yeah this is i don't know when but it was recently um
1: in the this month
0: yeah a few weeks like a week ago maybe um and he he apologized and said oh that wasn't what what my intentions were so he
1: got like backlash well
0: yeah 100 percent. and then um sergio Perez said He apologized to me, but I know him personally, so I know that's not exactly what he meant. Um, And so I think that my question on this is, like, Red Bull's PR strategy, in my opinion, is, like, all press is good press.
1: Well, it's definitely, yeah, because I don't, so you, Helmet, wait,
0: how do you? Helmet Marco. Helmet, like, Helmet the word, but with a U-T. So H-E-L-M-U-T.
1: Okay. (laughs) Helmet Marco works for Red Bull.
0: He's employed by the Red Bull brand.
1: Yeah. Okay, so yes, he's employed by the Red Bull brand and then comes out sort of like trash-talking Sergio, a Red Bull driver. Yeah. That has to be like an inside thing. Like that was de- – they knew what they were – or do you think they knew what they were doing? I feel like they – I
0: think that they have talked about Checo's form before. This
1: – The is- Red Bull – it's like the – they have talked about
0: – Like, well, yeah, of course, the media is going to ask you – Like the team principal Christian Horner, like they're going to ask these people, what do you think about his performance? Why is he not being able to compete with Max? Um, I think the comments that he has not performed well in qualifying are valid. The comments that it's because or attributing it in some fashion, yeah, that's completely not is is in my opinion unacceptable. Um, Yeah, but I think again, like F1 has these problems um, with inclusivity. Um, And another interesting thing is media always starts on Thursday before the race weekend starts. And the only driver they have asked about kind of this kerfuffle that's happening is Hamilton. Um, And I don't love that because I think if you're going to change these problems with representation in the sport, you have to talk to every single driver or at least not just the black drivers that you can get some sort of um, reaction from him. Yes, that's going to get more views. That's going to get more attention. Um, and that's what the media wants. But I, I really do wish they would have asked all the drivers about it.
1: Um, yeah, I think it's also a disservice to Hamilton to be like, you're the, the only black driver. What are your thoughts on on yeah. this race issue? Do you know yeah. what I
0: mean? Um, and, and this was the same thing when BLM was happening in 2021 and, or 2020 and 2021 um, when BLM you know, was surging. Um, they just asked Lewis. They really just like focused on Lewis's perspective on that. Uh, Obviously, he has um, a more direct relationship with what's happening, but it's a conversation that everyone needs to be having, and I think that, like, they should have asked everyone.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree. But yes, so. That reminds me of, this is not about, (laughs) cut this out if it's not related, but um, do you know Taika Waititi, like, the director? Yeah. Um, He, like, gave a speech. I forgot where it was maybe like it was towards like a group of people in the film industry about um, like diversity and inclusion and he was like I don't know why the hell I'm here like you fix the issue and then you come to me yeah
0: yeah I agree
1: (laughs) he said that way with like just more articulate and funnier but you know you get the point
0: yeah it's definitely something that it's a larger conversation that the sport needs to have that fans need to have um and I think conversation is not alone what needs to happen it maybe So Hel- be-
1: wait, wait Marko, he issued a public apology or
0: Yeah I mean not he didn't like issue a public apology but I think when asked by the press about it he was like that's not what I meant
1: Okay Yeah he like okay
0: Um but yeah so Singapore track uh, podium predictions
1: Oh wow okay we're doing this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um okay Max yes
1: You said Leclerc usually does well so I'll put him second and just for you, Lewis is P3.
0: Yay. Um, I think Max will win. Uh, I think it's going to be Max, Lewis, Checo. Ooh! whoa. Yeah, a little uh, Red Bull sandwich. Okay. But we'll see. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm excited for the, the race. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but once again, I'm Cameron. I'm Emily. This is the Fast Track Podcast. We're so thankful for everyone that's listening. And we'll see you next week.